Hey, what's up? This is the Don't Take It Personal podcast. Don't take this personal, the podcast. It's your boy Darius here. Across from me is Cody. What up? Uh, um, let's get it rolling. All right, what is this, uh, episode six now? Ah, uh, yeah, episode six. All right. We're well, doing we're numbers back on here, yeah. So, numbers. I mean, we got a list to talk about. We can bring up, uh, I mean, the major thing that literally has been flooding my Facebook nonstop. Facebook, Twitter, everything. I regret. Are you talking about Vegas? Yeah, the Vegas shooting. Man. It's kind of unbelievable to me. I It blows my mind. Like, I'm so... You know what the worst part about it is? I'm so tired of these people who do shit like this and the cowards take the easy way out and kill themselves. Yeah. I, that's well, it just is, is, I don't know. The whole story is weird just because like just some 60 year old dude, white dude that didn't like have a history of anything or, you know, not involved in anything and just does this and then shoots himself before the police, like right before the police come in the room. It just, that part doesn't make any sense to me. But I mean, it's just one of those things. Like you don't, ex- you don't. We see it in other countries, but here it's a little different when it happens at a you know a country music festival and out in Vegas, and it's not even like a dude. You know, it's a dude from a hotel room. Like that's just even crazier to me that it's you know that, that far in a distance that took that many people down. I mean. Every time I think about it and every time we start talking about it, I ask the same question. Why do we need assault rifles? Yeah, we don't. That's the thing. And I'm sure we got, if, if we have any, you know, gun supporters or not gun supporters, but, you know, those weirdos that want to have 36 different assault rifles. Like 42. Uh, he had extended clips on those things and everything, dude. It was nuts. And Did you see the pictures? No. There's pictures of the actual hotel room on, like, dude, it's kind of messed up. He had guns everywhere. And there's a picture showing him, like, laid out on the floor with his brains blown out. It's it's just, it's rough, man. Like, I, I, I'm tired of seeing stuff like that on the news. The largest mass shooting in, was it, U.S. history? Well, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing is, We've had what three of those now? Yeah, the three largest, of in, three of them in our lifetime have been the largest mass shooting, and then everyone starts to talk about the gun control thing. And if they wouldn't have changed the gun control laws for kids getting killed in Sandy Hook, there's absolutely no way they're going to change it for this man. Oh yeah, no, and they're, they're, I mean they're not going to change it. It just it's one of those things, you know, something happens, and it's the popular thing to argue about. I mean, I've had the same outlook on the whole gun owning and all that for years now. I just, as a normal person, I don't see the point of having anything more than two guns, three max. You can have as many guns as you want. I just don't understand why these people need assault rifles, man. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. What are you hunting with an assault rifle? 
Yeah, I don't even think you can in most like you most, can't. Yeah, if you shoot an animal with it anyway, it's basically exploding. <laughs> right, there's not gonna be anything left. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Like you don't do target practice with an assault rifle. What What are they for? People, I love to shoot for mass shootings. Yeah, it's, I heard. I heard somebody go because that's what I use to defend my house. What the fuck? What are you expecting? Like a militia to break into your house? The zombie apocalypse ain't happening. And then you get, and that's it's just it's I I don't know. These gun nuts are just they're odd to me, man. I don't understand. We're the only country that even like thinks like this in terms of guns, and you know I've seen the data posted and everything that you know we're this happens mass shootings happen or gun I'm sorry gun related deaths. Homicides, suicides, injuries happens 25 times more than the next advanced country. Like that number right there says something. And then, of course, you got the people that go, well, if they they restrict, you know, gun rights, then criminals are still going to get them. Okay. But for the most part, criminals are shooting each other. And nobody's taking away your guns. It's just called putting a restriction on them and f- enforcing the laws that are, you know, that are so lax now. Well, dude, they got to understand. Most of these amendments were made, hundred was it, hundreds of years ago? Yeah. These st- It's 2017. We shouldn't be living by the same laws that George Washington had to live Let's- by and all these guys. Like, come on, man. That's the thing now. Now, real quick, too, just to bring this up. I, and I cracked me up because I called somebody out on it. So all these gun-toting Americans sure do love that Constitution, but they don't like that First Amendment when the players kneel, do they? No. You gotta have you can't you can't pick and choose which amendments you enjoy no, and which ones you want to use. Right. You're absolutely right. But in the same breath, I read something. There was this guy arguing with somebody on Facebook. He's like, "Oh, what are they going to take away our guns? That's what Hitler did before he d- uh, killed all the Jews. He took away their weapons." I'm like. Dude, shut the fuck up. I shouldn't say, I don't like to swear anymore, but <laughs> dude, it's just like, shut up, man. You sound stupid. I'm so t- sick of these Bill Hillies on Facebook telling me, like, dude, it's just crazy. Yeah, like, like all the weirdos saying, oh, there's going to be martial law. Or I saw a guy, I actually screenshot at the post because it made me so mad. I saw a guy on Facebook. He says, oh, well, if all the people at the concert had guns, this wouldn't be an issue. Wouldn't have been an issue. I'm like, so what? What would they have done? Shot up at the hotel, right? And killed, killed more. Yeah. Killed more people. Shut up! Like, do you know how? Like, how uh, every guy I see with a gun, like holstered, walking around town, I think is like the biggest punk in the world. If something was to pop off, they're gonna be the guy who's like. They're gonna like pull it out of the holster, and, like drop it because they're so nervous. You're not. They're not going to be able to do it. None of these guys are trained with these guns. They just walk around with them to make them feel big and bad. If something actually happened, they're not doing anything. And that's the thing. Like, so you look at the cops. Cops have are inadequate at gun training for the most part. You think you're you're going through more training or doing more and going into those type of scenarios more than a cop is, and you're going to just be better than them at it. Like, I get it. Some people are going to be you know, pretty well with a gun and, you know, have that first reaction to, you know, take somebody out. Problem is, you're not trained for that scenario. I don't trust anybody with a gun that I don't know with my life because all it takes is somebody running across the, 
you know, everybody's running around and you try to take that guy out with a gun. Now, boom, you just took out somebody else. Yeah, the guys, this is the, the guy's post. I just found it. What if 15 of the 50 plus dead was open carrying a rifle? Man, things would have been would have turned out different. No, it wouldn't have. It would have just been dead people with guns in their hands. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, what are you doing? This guy's, what, 32 floors up? Yeah, who's gonna who's gonna, who's gonna have the uh, accuracy to hit that? Like, I'm not trying to make a joke out of this because by no means is it like funny, but people got to shut up with this, man. There's no way, you, and just because just because someone has a gun on them doesn't. Like, I saw a video of like Dan, that Dan Bazillion guy, yeah. like saying, "Oh, I'm going to get my rifles." What are you gonna do? Yeah, that dude. That dude. First of all, he's a fraud, anyways, and he's a he's a loser. That dude is the epitome of a social media loser. But no, it's just. I mean, I don't understand how you can watch this stuff happen constantly, and even as a gun owner, not understand that the laws we have in place should be upped and made and made better so stuff like this won't happen, because. For some reason, when people talk a gun talk, it's the gun nuts think they're going to take all my guns. No, nobody wants to take all your guns. We just want to take away the ones that can kill multiple people very quickly in a short time. And the thing about all of it is, is there has to be a discussion on it because you look at Vegas's gun laws. I read that it's uh, that you don't even have to register for. Uh, uh, when you purchase a weapon, there's no ammo capacity like max that you can. You, basically, you can buy an unlimited amount of ammo, no problem. They have one of the worst gun laws in the country for in terms of just overall across the board. And I was reading that a ton of people in Vegas before this even happened hate those laws because of the fact there's so much there's so much gun related violence there because of the fact that you don't have to worry about registering the gun and you can do private sales of that gun without even having to tell anybody you ever sold it. And it's just a mess. Whatever, man. I just, I just hope no one pulls a gun on me. I don't want to deal with that, but this whole thing is crazy, man. Like I, I couldn't believe when I woke up, it didn't seem real. Like, and then I hate how, they won't call this a terrorist act. I hate how we find out what this guy loved to do in his free time and all that stuff. Like, but the moment the cops kill a black guy, we find out everything from his criminal past. Oh yeah. It's the only thing they bring up. Yeah. Like, it's like, dude, like when they killed my man, uh, in St. was it St. Louis? Uh, Michael Brown, Mike Brown. Oh yeah, he was this, he was that. He he was stealing cigars from the store and I'm like I don't care if this old white man who gunned down 50 people, injured what 500 more. Yeah. I don't care what he liked or what he did in his free time. The guy's a murderer and a terrorist. It's yeah. it's terrorism. I don't care. And there's no other way to describe it. Yeah, it's messed up. My condolences go to out to all the people who lost loved ones, and man, it's it's rough. It's it's depressing. It's very depressing. The news is depressing. Yeah, I mean, now when I hear stuff like this, like even when you guys 
because I woke up to it when you guys posting about it or whatever. It's like it's happened so often now. It's just one of those like numb feelings. Like you're just like, oh okay, like you're Again? not you're not surprised by it. You know, it sucks to hear, but I mean, at least for me, this stuff happens so much and it's publicized so so often that you just kind of become numb to it, and it's an every. You know, it's an everyday thing that you're you're just used to, and it, that's the way it's gonna keep going, bro. There's like nothing safe anymore. Like you can't go to the movies, you can't go to a concert. I mean, Shit, technically, you can't even go to school. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I remember my girl, dude. They practice like well, you know how we used to do tornado drills. They mm-hmm. practice for a shooter, man. How messed up is that? Yeah. That's it's not stuff we had to worry about when we were kids. I remember the first one that I can remember was Columbine. And it just feels like it's become all too common ever since then. Like, Yeah, and the, and the problem is, too, is we get so much news fed at us daily that as, suck, as bad as it's going to say is, we won't care in another month. No, we got to stop glorifying these guys too, man. I don't care what they say on the news, but making these guys seem like nice human beings, uh, like it, it doesn't help the situation at all. He's a killer. He's a cold-hearted bastard, who a coward who deserved to die, and I wish... I wish he wouldn't have killed himself because I would love to see him answer for what he's done. Like, I would love to see the death penalty or something. I don't – he he got out easy. He took the easy way out. Yeah. And that – I mean, and the, the whole getting justice thing. And the other thing is for – that I feel like I'll, I think a lot of people – it would help a lot of people is to understand why the hell he even did it. Because that's, I think that's the biggest problem right now is you I, I don't know why. I disagree. The motive thing is more for people to feel safe. Like, I don't give a, I don't care what his motive was. No motive can make me be like, oh, well, that makes sense. He did it for this reason. I don't care what he did it for, why he did it. I don't want to know his motive. And that's... The dude's messed up in the head. There is no motive. Oh, yeah. He's a terrorist. Like, there, I don't want to know his motive. There's, like, I saw the interview with his brother where his brother said, oh, he would never do something like this. And yeah, all. of course. Well, he did it. Yeah. I don't know. I think just, I, as for me, and I think a lot of people, like, it's something that, that it's something in our mind that we want to understand, to try to understand There is reasoning. no understanding. There's no way to grasp, grasp this. It doesn't make sense. And that's the thing, though, is like, so to me, it's, a, it's bothersome for me because I I mean, granted, whether we find out ever why he did it or why not, it's not going to change anything. But it's one of those things that when you hear that there was no history of this or no connections to anything and he's been planning this and, you know, the amount of weapons that he had, he had a bipod, he, you know, had just cameras set up out there in his uh, uh, hotel room and everything like he went to an extreme extent to do all of this instead of just your normal, I'm going to show up down here and just do what I got to do. It like They said so, it took at least months of planning, and that's one of those things that to me is like 
You, yeah, you can be, you know, Did messed you up in the head, but to spend that much time doing it, there's a, there's like a, that's like personal, really. Did you read that uh, he had actually booked that same room for the, the festival that was like the week before with Chance and Lord there? Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I read that on Twitter today. Like he actually had booked that room for the festival for Chance and Lord and Blink One Eighty Two. That was like. A week before that. Yeah. I don't know if he went. I wonder if he went and kind of basically game planned it. I see, but that doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like the uh, Chance con- chance in the other concert would have been probably more up his alley to, I mean, as bad as that sounds, for him to shoot up because there would probably be more of a mixed crowd. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it would make sense if he went there a week early to, like, his whole thought was the game plan and get an idea of how he was going to do everything. Yeah, but it's but. just so messed up, man. It's like either way, I don't know. It, it makes me, it makes me sad. Like I don't, I can't imagine like being a parent and your small child asking you why someone would do this. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. I, I yeah. I mean, it, you know, we we had to talk last week about the whole racial thing, and now this. Like, imagine having to talk to your kid. About all this stuff going on, like when we were kids, we didn't know we didn't know anything going on in the world. I don't. I remember just going down to the neighbors and playing some basketball or hockey or whatever. And that well, was I mean, it. honestly, I never even paid attention to any of this stuff until nine eleven. Yeah, like no, nothing really affected me. It didn't affect me. It was over. It was that was stuff that happened overseas. That was stuff that happened in other countries. Now it's happening on our home soil over here, and it's our own people doing it. Yeah. And that's a th- and I, I don't I don't get it. I mean, well, he's not my people. This guy is a terrible person. He's a terrible human being, and I uh, I hope he burns in hell. Miserable. I hope it's the most miserable. I don't know. It's just it's a terrible thing, and the biggest. I I mean I don't understand why there's no metal detectors at. I mean, I know so much comes in and out of a casino. Well, It'd be so. I've been to Vegas. It's it's damn near impossible to regulate what would come in and out of a casino. Yeah, but, you got to think. I mean, think man, about all the luggage people bring in with metal. They got to then they got to do something about people you, going into the hotel rooms. You can't though. There, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. You you got to change something, man. Yeah, but here's the thing. Then then you have to literally change it for everything. Like you would have to literally put gun detect or metal detectors in every business no, and everything no. like that. Because well, only if you're actually checking into the hotel, if you're checking into the hotel or going up to a room, you can't. You can do it. You have to go up to the front desk with your bags. See, the only thing is with that is now. Granted, yeah, it can be done if people really wanted it to they, save lives. They do it at fire keepers. They check your bags before you go to your room. But here's the thing. People don't, as bad as this is going to say, people don't care. People fake care because here's the thing. When you go to Vegas and you were, and you have to get your bags checked and walk through a metal detector with them or whatever and all this, people don't want the inconvenience because in a month from now, if they set up metal detectors and all that, you would have people complaining left and right that they're inconvenienced, that you know they're taking too much time to get to their room and all this. It's the same thing that goes with everything. There's... Plenty of solutions, but it inconveniences people. So they don't really, they don't, you know, fully care about the other thing as long as it doesn't inconvenience them. 
And that's the biggest problem with the gun laws or the gun discussion with this metal detector discussion that people are having and all this is people don't want to be inconvenienced. If they have to lose something to possibly help or prevent something in the future, nah, most people are way too selfish for that. See, I don't agree with that. I mean, after something like this, I think people would understand if you get there and they have to check your bags before you can go up. I mean, that you have you been to an airport since 9-11? Yeah. Did, have you, did you go prior to 9-11? No. After 9-11, it was... It was miserable. It's been miserable flying for the last, what, 15, 16 years. You have to take off your belt. You have to take off your shoes. This is stuff you didn't have to do before. Like, it's it's miserable. I mean, it's it's the way life is. That's People do stuff that ruins it for everybody else. I don't care about convenience. I read something online that says, oh, the owner of the Mandalay Bay lost a billion dollars since this incident, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. So what? Someone lost their son. Someone lost their mom. Someone lost family. Period. I don't care about how much money this dude lost. This and the conspiracy theorists are out in full force. God, I oh, I've stated before how much I hate conspiracy theorists, but the fact and this is the other thing now, like nobody waits anymore. You know. There's and that's the thing. So you know, whatever, you can be conspiracy theorists and splur, you know, spit out all your ideas and all this, whatever. Who cares? The problem is they don't hold off to like really review it. Literally, the night or the yeah, the night it ha- or the night after it happened, there was videos, posts, everything. Oh, it's a false flag, and of course, everything that happens now is a false flag. So apparently there's never any actual crime that happens or anything like that. It's always the government now. Yeah, they're trying to keep our mind off Puerto Rico is what I've been reading and things yeah, what, like what, that. What, they, what, what would be the point of keeping our mind off Puerto Rico? So let's kill 50 people? Right. Oh, hey, guys, you know, we don't want Trump to keep getting bad press, so we're just going to go out and have somebody kill 50 people and take their minds off of it that people would have forgot about Puerto let's, Rico let's in a week from now. attention somewhere else. I'm like, yeah. The country's full of people who fake care. They've already forgot about Puerto Rico before. This is all messed up, man. I don't even, I don't know. It's it's we, just conspiracy theorists, man. They're just annoying because of everything is, everything they're not sure of. They're not sure of this. They're not sure of that. And, you know, and then they always, I love how they always do the, um, oh, well, you're brainwashed if you think the government wouldn't do any of this. Well, no, actually, most sensical and logical people don't fully believe the government isn't capable of something. They just don't think everything that happens in the world is the government trying to do it. So to say somebody's brainwashed, it's more those conspiracy theorists are actually brainwashed because no matter how much proof you show them, they'll always dispute it with some random dude's YouTube video they watch that isn't a profession, isn't an expert or anything. That lives in his mother's basement. I've already been through this. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, so you watch enough videos of something. I can prove to you, or I can't prove, but I can make something look like, you know, something is the opposite. If you watch, if you let me have enough time and video evidence, because you can pick and choose what you want to do. The earth is flat. Right. Yeah. The earth is flat. Like people really believe that. Yeah. You can go on YouTube right now and see 30 videos that, you know what? If you didn't know the earth was round, you'd believe it was flat because of how well they are good at manipulating the videos and 
uh, phrasing things. So it's like conspiracy theorists are annoying <clears throat> to the point where they can't have a discussion. It's always, nope, the government did that. Well, no, that doesn't add up. That doesn't Jet add up. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. No. Um, speaking of brains, let's let's leave Las Vegas alone. I'm 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 done with it. Yeah. Did you see the news about Aaron Hernandez? Uh, about the CTE? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I am a strong believer that, first of all, the NFL should be sued for billions from hiding it from players. But I'm one of those people that I'll, if I have a kid, they are never playing football in my lifetime. And I think there needs to be more done in the NFL but everybody loves, you know, those hard hits. How do you feel about the Aaron Hernandez side of it, though? Like that they're saying, oh, he had the worst cases of CTE ever that they've ever seen. I'm trying. I was when I seen that, I was trying to remember when he was back in Florida. And I, dude, I don't remember him having a lot of concussions, but I could be wrong. The dude only played like six years of football, man. Yeah, I mean, I Here's, think it's a little exaggerated to get a court case one. Oh, it's 100%. But um, he played in the SEC, and the thing about that is, I mean, as we know, that's a big-time football league with some big over- Oh, whatever. I don't want to players. It. Oh, blah. They're just trying to make an excuse for him. Although, the concussion thing is a real thing. Did you see the concussion movie with Will Smith? Oh, yeah. I just, I didn't watch the movie, but I read a lot about it. Like how animals who like headbutt and things like that have like almost like a safety belt for their mm-hmm. brain, so when they hit something, it does it's yeah. it stays in place. But us as humans don't have that, so when we like when they're getting hit, their brains are just rattling around in there, and it's messing them up. I'm not saying that I would never allow my child to play football because it's my child's choice at some point. But I'm not going to encourage football just because of CTE. It is a scary thing. Do I believe Aaron Hernandez was the way he was because of it? Absolutely not. Aaron Hernandez was just a stone-cold killer. Yeah, I mean, you could... Obviously, if he's, you know, ha- has no problem killing people, he's already got mental issues in the first place. Right. So I'm sure getting hit in the head multiple times and playing an aggressive sport isn't helping his case for, you know, having the issues already at hand. But from everything that I've always read from the studies was that CTE doesn't even kick in until, like, you know, 40, 50 years old type of thing. Man, my boy Junior Seau killed himself. That was sad. I mean, it's it, it's a real thing. I don't believe it had, I mean, maybe Aaron Hernandez did have it, but Aaron Hernandez was also messed up. Yeah, and, and he went to prison, so of course he's going to be depressed. Who's yeah. not going to be depressed in prison? And he was just not right in the head. The guy had major issues. It's a sad story because the guy had, he was really talented. 
I mean, I just it sucks, but yeah, I think I think calling it the like the worst case they've seen and stuff. I think that's all about them trying to win that court case and get some money. Oh yeah, they're trying to get money out of New England for sure. But I do agree that the NFL should be should have been sued for billions of dollars for hiding it and lying to every NFL player about it. Well, I mean, the players know what they're getting themselves into. It's not like now they do. They I mean, it's not like you've been forced to play this game. No, but when you have constant scientists and doctors telling you, "Hey, it's fine. You can get hit that hard and yeah, you'll have a couple concussions, maybe you'll, you know, have some memory loss or something, but no, you'll be fine." Instead of saying, "You know, you could really get messed up and end up doing something bad." I mean, but there's a chance that you don't get messed up. You're making millions of dollars to play a game, man. It's, I mean, if it, it's a, it's, it's a risk that some of them are willing to take. I mean, they know what risk they're taking now. Those guys are still playing. Yeah, but I mean, it's not even just a, I mean, it's the CT. The fact that they lied about it, like, at least come forth and you know, back when this all started, just tell people, let them make the decision. Like, if the more you hide it, the more it shows that it's a bigger issue than you actually lead on to believe. I guess. Um, football. So you going tailgating this Saturday? Absolutely not. I've seen you. I've seen like eight people tweet you asking if you're going to go or not. Nah, I'm too cool for that kind of stuff. I'd rather watch the game from the comfort of my own couch. You know me, flaky one on one. Yep. So, speaking of football, man, that team. Those Detroit Lions, are they for real? You ready to admit it yet? Uh, they're getting higher on my believability scale of being able to be good. Oh, oh, are they? If Sam Bradford would have played, and I know I love Keenum, but let's be honest, Keenum's not going to lead your team to countless victories and stuff like that. Oh, I had a buddy who had something to say to you oh, about Case Keenum. Oh, uh, do you remember when we had this argument on Twitter about Case Keenum and Tyler Axis said he was a bum? Yeah. And he and DeAndre Hopkins favorited the tweet? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, DeAndre. Well, Tyler says he wants to fight you because um, you are the one. He said, when you said my cronies on Twitter attacked you, when you said yeah. Case Keenum was good, he's like, I feel like I was the only one who responded to that. Oh, no. So there I was think, like three of your friends so, so, that so, jumped in so on he, that. He was like, I think he's calling me a crony. <laughs> he's like, he goes, I want to fight him for that. <laughs> I'm just going to have all your uh, cronies wanting to fight me. Uh-uh. You called them cronies again. <laughs> So so what, tell me why you don't think the Lions are for real, man. I didn't say they're not for real. At this moment, they're one of the best teams in football. Division leading Detroit Lions. So the only issue I had with that whole game was, granted, it was Case Keenum. He's a, he's a solid backup quarterback. He's going to come in, win you a game or two, but he's not going to, you know, lead you – two-minute drill, score a touchdown, and win the game for you. So he had a better game. Let me let me stop you. He had a, a better game. Who did he play a couple weeks ago where he threw all over him? Uh, it was a week before. It was um, when Stephon Diggs and yeah, had Thielen like had crazy 200 games. yards receiving or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, I mean, it, I'm, what, all I'm going to say is that is the Lions defense is good. 
It's a lot better than you're giving it credit for. He threw all over Tampa Bay. Sucks what happened to Dalvin Cook. I mean, I think that I think that definitely, you know. Latavius like he Murray was, was, was no slouch, though. And it's not like he was running all over the line. I was just anyway. say, Delvin wasn't, but Delvin is definitely the better back than Murray already. And well, can do, a do we more. know that for sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was solid at Oakland. A lot of his yards came off of big carries or late in the game. He wasn't that guy that was a consistent, you know, every down back. Why not? He's bit he they paid oh, he's him. got the size. They paid him like an every down back. Yeah. No, I and I'm not saying that he uh that sucks doesn't have the skill set. He just I just don't see him he just does I don't know. I just never when I watch him play, he doesn't look like a standout running back to me. I think he'll be fine. I think they I mean they'll lose a step, but when they get Bradford back, they'll be a they'll still be a problem in that NFC. Oh yeah. Well, you know what's funny is I seen uh, one of those advanced stats. Um it showed Keenum and Bradford are two of the top five quarterbacks on deep ball passes, like in terms of attempts and targets. That's crazy to me because Minnesota was a dink and dunk offense last year. They're still a dink and dunk offense. They have, uh, between the both of them, they've thrown like over uh, 40 deep balls, like over past 15 plus yards. Like that's impressive to go from an offense that you literally couldn't, Throw the ball past 10 yards. Well, you too. know why they couldn't? Because that was the quarterback. I still don't think. you're. There's no way that. that I need to see this written down. I'll pull it up. While you're we're lying about to this. me. But Check down. Bradford is not a deep ball threat. Yeah, I'll find it. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, Delvin went out. So that sucked for that. Detroit's defense looked really good. Um, their offense, though, and I know Minnesota's got a really good defense, and it was at Minnesota, but, man, that offense, well, Abdullah did solid. Stafford just didn't look, he didn't look like he could ever get in rhythm, really. I mean, that's a good defense, really good defense. Oh, I'm not faulting that. I just think I mean, if you're paying you somebody the most up? money in football that you think you would uh, you be You know who else throw. didn't get in rhythm against that defense? Drew Brees this year. You know who else hasn't gotten rhythm against that defense? Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, granted the Steelers won the game, but Ben didn't look good in that game. I was just trying to troll you with the Matt Stafford contract. No, yeah. I think they're. I think that team's. It's a really good defense. I mean, you're not going to be able to. Uh, you're not going to be able to just do whatever you want against that defense. But I would have liked to have seen a little bit better. Um. A little bit better passing game from Stafford just because Xavier Rhodes is a shutdown corner, man. Yeah, he is. And that they kid's a, good, man. And they got a great pass rush up there. In Here's Minnesota, the stat. So it's like They're the top two names. Let me read this. Updated chart showing the percentage of throws that have traveled 15 or more yards through the air by each relevant QB this year. Attempts. Case Keenum and Sam Bradford. But Bradford only threw nine balls. Well, he got hurt after, the, like, what, the first game? Yeah. But, no, he played more than the first. I thought he got hurt in the second. Yeah. he Didn't he play the first two games? Yeah, but I don't think uh, – well, I thought one of those games – I'd have to look it up, but stat. I thought – He didn't – he hasn't played that much. But that's what I'm saying is that, you know – um. 
it's just it's interesting to see that stat that they're throwing the ball deep that much. Now, it's granted, just, it's not. I'm not saying that. It's funny. It's going to be an all season long thing, but that's impressive to turn it around like that. No, it's not. How is it not? Because I mean, they have good receivers, but I mean, whatever. I just like that Eli Manning and Joe Flacco are at the bottom of this list. Suck it, Ryan Knight, Lord Voldemort himself. <laughs> yeah, Eli's. God, man, they just need to. Uh... They don't have it. They don't have an O line, man. It's bad. They do not have an offensive line there. It's it's really bad. I'm gonna start to feel bad for the little fella. I don't. I don't either. So, but yeah, no, we'll see. Um, this week it'll be interesting. I think the Lions should win this game this week. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be belligerent, drunk. I'm gonna go out and tackle Christian McCaffrey. That'll be impressive if you can catch him. I can't. Speaking of uh, catching, oh here we, we go. We played a little bit of flag football this past week. Cody's the worst quarterback in the world. Pretty sure the other team wasn't complaining. Yeah. Well, I have my arguments about that, but Cody was, like, shaving points for my team. He threw picks on my team. The other team, he was just, like, the perfect quarterback. It's not my fault you took one out of every four plays off. I I didn't because I was – I'm the best player there. Oh, I'm the best player. I can't play every snap. I'm like Randy Moss. I play what I want to. Yeah, Darius over here. He'll go – he'll run 15 yards – and then the next play, just staying at the line of scrimmage and not do anything. But if you put the ball in my hands, what happens? I threw the ball in your hands the one time, and you yelled at me for throwing it to you. Because <laughs> you threw a bubble screen, and I didn't want it that much. <laughs> I can't read your mind. Well, you should have known. Jesus, man. First play of the game, I burnt them over the top. I catch the ball, and I make plays happen. I'm the black Julian Edelman. Yeah, Julian Edelman goes 100% every play. Julian Edelman has one leg right now, so. But, no, so if anybody's listening to this, we're trying to get a, I would say, a weekly thing going at least. It probably won't be weekly because it's about to get cold here and I won't be outside once it gets cold. Hey, we got at least another month before it gets too cold to play outside. Well, let me know if you're interested in playing. That's my shameless plug for flag football. Let's get back to the real deal, though. (laughs) The great... the. The big game this weekend. The game. Yep. That's not really a big game this weekend at all. What do you think is going to happen? Michigan, Michigan State. Oh, Michigan's going to kill them. You think we're going to kill them? Yeah, that defense is going to probably put up three touchdowns against State. Nah, it's not going to put up three touchdowns. Um, State is always a tough play when Michigan and State play just because State's they're stubborn. They got a bunch of guys who are feel slighted every time they play Michigan because – well, let's face it. They are none of them were, most of them weren't recruited to go to Michigan, and they're from the state of Michigan or Ohio. I don't know. I honestly, with O'Corn starting, I'm a little bit nervous. Honestly, we got a sample size of him against Purdue, which he didn't look bad. But in the same breath, no teams had to prepare for him because he did not look good in his one start against Indiana last year. Yeah, no, it's going to be an offensive struggle. I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, I mean, Michigan State's defense is good this year again. I'm like, that's what I've been reading online, man. That's, there's, oh, they're this, they're that. What did Notre Dame just do to it? They're like, oh, well, they look good against Iowa. I'm like, yeah, but when has Iowa ever had an explosive offense? Yeah, and I mean, Notre Dame, too, they force a lot of turnovers on Michigan State. 
I mean, our defense is really good. It's at home. Night games always suck. 7.30 start time. I just think our def- with our defense, like I said, we'll be in every game. And I don't know. LJ Scott scares me just because he is a horse at running back. I just don't know how much they're going to be able to do offensively against that defense. Because I don't think their offensive line is that good. And we are coming. We're coming after Lewerke all day. Um, The spread's like 12 and a half and it's dropping every day, which is kind of crazy. I don't think Michigan covers the spread, but we do win. Um, I think Michigan's going to end up beating them by 14, 20 points. I won't even watch the game. It's going to be an offensive. It's going to be a pathetic offensive game by both teams. It's literally Michigan's defense is just going to dominate. And Well, last year that's what everyone said, but our defense gave up some points to them. And our defense might have been better last year. I don't know, man. That that defense, I mean, they state looks even worse than they did last year. No, they don't. I think they do. No. I mean, their defense is vastly overrated, I believe. I don't think their secondary is good. I think they're going to have a hell of a time. I think it's going to be like a 24-7, to 24-10 game. I mean, that seems about right. But I don't think it will be because it's Michigan State and they have that coach who's a stubborn man, like the stubborn team, so they'll come out and play tough. I think it'll be closer than you think. You know what? I was thinking of, you know, the Vegas odds and stuff. We made a bet, didn't we? What bet? Man, I don't even remember the bet. I just remember you. Oh, and me. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Washington State. USC. Uh, upset USC. You bet a tequila shot, and I forgot to go buy tequila. Um, I had it in my freezer. I'm so glad I didn't grab it. Well, on next week's podcast, Darius is going to do a live shot of tequila since we bet, or he bet me that USC wouldn't, uh, wouldn't lose to Washington State and the great Mike Leach. Uh, the great Mike Leach. Yeah, great, Mike Lee. Shut up. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Actually, speaking of which, that game, I'm not too sold on Sam Darnold as the number one pick. No, you know who he reminds me of? Who? Jay Cutler. You know? <laughs> he was, Jay Cutler is a, is a solid quarterback, man. He just makes bad decisions. Well, no, my thing is, newsflash. When was the last time you seen a good USC quarterback in the NFL? Palmer was up and down, but he's their best. He's the best quarterback that's came out of there out of all of them so far. I just don't. Matt Barkley, Matt Liner, <laughs> uh, Mark Cody, Sanchez, Cody Kessler, Cody Kessler. Now Kessler's also just in the league. So Max we Brown. That. Like, they got all these names that were supposed to be these big names in college that get to the pros, and they're just, eh. They're just, eh, pro quarterbacks. I don't know if he's really the real deal like they say he is. I think he's got the talent. I he, just he think does he's have got the talent, the, but so does Jay Cutler decision-making. So did Sam Bradford. I mean, not so did Sam Bradford. <laughs> so, who was I talking about? Um, so did Mark Sanchez. He had the talent. Matt Barkley had the talent. Those guys were supposed to be great quarterbacks in the NFL. Not so much. I don't think. 
I don't know if he's the guy that everyone thinks he is. I wouldn't waste the first round or first pick on him. Uh, I mean, I don't know who else. I'd have to look at the mock draft, but I don't really know who else is coming out. Yeah, I mean, I haven't researched into it too much, but just watching his games. I mean, he's he's solid, but no, he looks he looks like one of those guys that you know was hyped up. He's got all the talent in the world, but he lacks decision making, and you know just won't turn out to be a great pro because you know, like we've seen from plenty of quarterbacks, if you don't have the good decision making, it doesn't matter how much talent you got. I guess. Um, yeah. I guess, I don't know, him and Josh Rosen both scare me. But those are probably going to be the one and two quarterbacks taken in next year's draft. I like Baker Mayfield better than both of them. I just like his personality. Yeah, I just think he's tougher, too. Toughness goes a long way with me. I mean, that's why I stand by behind Matt Stafford so much, because the guy, I don't care what you say about him, he's tough. So. It's probably all that CTE. He doesn't feel any pain anymore. Jesus, you can't make jokes about CTE. <laughs> so, anyways, switching subjects. Want to do? Uh, keep it with sports real quick. The NBA All Star Game. How do you feel about that? The, all the rules changing for uh, basically doing like, like what the NHL does is picking captains and picking players. I am kind of excited for it because they're not playing for anything anyway. I'm really interested to see what I would love to see, which won't happen, would be real cool for Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook to be captains. (laughs) Yeah, that would be awesome. Kevin Durant, LeBron James to be captains. LeBron takes Steph with his first pick. KD takes Kyrie. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities, a lot of li- different situations that could... Uh, Russell Westbrook takes LeBron with his first pick. Who does KD take at that point? Well, so if you took... So if it was LeBron and KD, I think... I LeBron's gonna t- LeBron takes Russ with the first pick. Yeah, he'd have to. No, I don't say he has to. I'm just saying he does. Who's KD's first pick? You'd have to go. I would think you'd go Steph. Do you? Who Who would you go? Kawhi. I feel like Kawhi's not going to get picked because he's so quiet. They're going to forget about he's him. He's going to be last pick. They're literally just going to forget that he's even there. No, I, I mean, I think KD takes Steph just because they're friends and teammates. Man, I don't know. Give me Kawhi. Actually, give me Anthony Davis. <laughs> if we're being honest, Anthony Davis should be the first pick. If he's healthy, Anthony Davis should be the first pick. Um, I don't know. I'd still go Kawhi for my first pick, but I'm a Spurs fan, so I think of Davis course is. You are. I think Davis for an All Star game. I'd say Davis is like a third pick. Cause he's he's good. He's he's really good. The problem is for an All Star game. I mean, there's not defense played anyways, and that's one of his best attributes about him. But you know, there's why not gonna, go for the flashy guys? There's gonna be some big snubs in the West this year with all those players moving west. Well, no, and I think that's why they did this because they knew 
Who's the East going to have in the All Star game? But they, I mean, but they still are going to get pick from which conference? It's not just players, right? But it's the same voting. It's just you get two. I thought it was, um, you get a lineup of all the people that got voted into the All Star yeah. game, and the, yeah. So what I'm saying is, who are the East going to send? It's going to be LeBron, unless. Uh, are we sure they're not doing just a literally top 15 nope, players that got voted in? It's East and West still. Hmm. Like, there's going to be... So basically, somebody outside of Kyrie, w- the entire East is going to be LeBron. picked last. Deion Waiters is going to be an all-star this year. Oh, and John Wall, too. I can't forget John Wall. Well, John Wall was an all-star last year, but there's going to be somebody from the East... I mean, this is Perzingas this year to make the All-Star game for sure. I'm trying to think. There's going to be some weird people from the East that make the All-Star game this year. Yeah, it's going to be a bunch of guys that are, you know, they're solid, they're great secondary players. Victor Oladipo might be an All-Star this year. You might have guys like Miles Turner being an All-Star. Yeah. I mean, he's good, don't get me wrong, but All-Star good? Oh, Antetokounmpo. Forgot about him. Give me a healthy Jabari Parker. Outside of the top five, you could get a starting lineup with the East. Outside of that, meh. Because you got John Wall, you got Bradley Beal, Giannis, LeBron, Kyrie, Hayward, um, Lowry, which is DeMar DeRozan. And then after that, I mean, you got Kemba Walker. So you got some solid players, but a starting five, if you take a starting five, Oh, we we forgot Isaiah Thomas. I don't know if he'll be back. That's like, what I was wondering. And enough time to actually be voted into the game. If he does, I don't think he should. But I don't know. Speaking of jumpers, though, <laughs> can we please just talk about Donald Trump shooting jumpers with the paper towel? Did you see that form? <laughs> you see the he had to flick the he had that wrist man he looked like he looked like Reggie Miller out there ah oh, it would have been so cool if he just did a fadeaway and called Kobe <laughs> <laughs> like, like you little, think do a little shoulder shimmy and fade <laughs> like Kobe <laughs> grabs a paper towel does a euro step out into the crowd with it euro uh, oh my god do you, now do you think, <laughs> do you think I, can you just answer my question I I've, I texted my buddy earlier and asked him this question. I just don't understand why they're giving out paper towel. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't. How small is the mess? <laughs> this is there. Well, I'm just gonna go in my house and uh, clean the floors with this bo- roll of bounty he got. Well, me. I think what he was giving out paper towel to was it was like a shelter thing, like so that you know, basically like in prison when you have your own toilet paper. I think that's the kind of the same uh, thing he was giving out. You know that to the people to have their own. It did make sense to me. I, I don't was, know either. I just saw him shooting jumpers, and it was like. That's pretty funny. I feel like he was, I feel like that was on purpose too. It wasn't like he was like just trying to toss him out there. I feel like he was actually just trying to get like a jumper in. He did his Carmelo Anthony jab step. Yeah. He shot. He was like, oh, shooting paper towel from the triple I'm pretty threat. sure I seen a sky hook at one point. Oh, yeah. He faded, man. I watched him lean into the defender like Jordan and then fade to, <laughs> over his right shoulder. He had his MAGA hat on backwards. <laughs> Pretty, pretty sure he called a flagrant foul on one of the uh, Puerto Ricans there. Got ejected from the shelter. He said, and one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
I, you know, that's a, the sad thing is like it's people are, like calling that out on it. Like he didn't want to hand out and touch the Puerto Ricans. I'm like, how do you even get that from that? Like he was just having, he was enjoying, you know, helping people by shooting jumpers with paper towel. Like I have no fault with him for that. Like was I, he, was he enjoying it? Do you think? I, yeah, because think about it. They were all looking up to him, like, "Oh, please save us, give us stuff." And to him, that's what his ego is. He's it's the, like he wants to be the savior. He's one of the most coolest people to ever walk the face of the earth. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think in his eyes, he thought he was the man of the hour and was like, "Hey, look <laughs> at me! I'm giving you guys out, you know, paper towel. Here you go. Here's a jump shot for you. You get a jump shot." Oh man, Donald Trump. Barack's jumper was way sweeter with that lefty though. Somebody I seen somebody tweet though said something like let me know Donald Trump's got a better uh jumper than Obama and I'm switching sides. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Now was, now they got a one on one it. They got a one Obama and Trump's got a one on one. Uh, he don't want no smoke with Obama. Barry would give him work. I think Obama's got the uh Obama's got the speed and athleticism, but Trump's like uh what's the dude's name? I can't think of it. Dude, that was just huge. That's just you know, fat, out of shape, but he's just going to back you down in the post because he's got 80 pounds on you. Nah. Trump Trump ain't getting... Barry plays with pros, man. Barry's got game. It would be interesting Barry to walks watch, into though. the gym holding his hoop shoes in his hands. <laughs> That's when you know someone's got game. When they walk in with their hoop shoes in their hands, you know they're ready to ball. You think Trump wears, like, baggy shorts and everything, like his suits, when he comes into play? If Trump ever shot a basketball, you know he's got you know he's got the knee high socks, hey, the white knee high socks. If Trump ever shot a basketball, I'm not even 100 percent sure he's ever even shot a basketball. Hey, if he shoots a basketball like he was shooting those paper towels, he's hitting nothing but net. Ah, uh, when at what point in his life do you think Donald Trump ever would have shot a basketball? Gym class. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the man ever had gym. Yeah, I don't know how those rich people, ha- if they uh, if they have gym or not. I just, I can't, yeah. I don't know. I really honestly couldn't ever picture him playing any sport. Barry would give him buckets one-on-one. Oh, definitely. It would just be entertaining to watch, though. No, it wouldn't. Oh, you don't think it'd be entertaining to watch Obama just school him? No. Oh, it, to me, it would. Donald Trump would fall on his face. Oh, shit. But... All right, I think we're uh, I think we're hitting that limit. Ready to wrap this up, bud? Yeah, I got uh, I got shoes to create on two K for my player. What a loser! I'm just gonna go home and peer offline and get buckets, <laughs> so you guys don't invite me to play online with you. Good. So, but yeah, that's all we got for this week. Anything else to add, real quick? Uh, no. Other than um, once again. Prayers to the people and the families in Vegas. Other than that, I really don't have much. We appreciate you for listening again. Um, We're out of here. See ya.